As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Talk Business with Audrey, with your host, Audrey Bell Kearney, where inspiration and innovation collide, bringing you stories from entrepreneurs, authors, community leaders, and business experts from around the world. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to another edition of Talk Business with Audrey. I'm your host, Audrey Bell Kearney, and today my guest is Kaylin Asher. She is the Clarity Coach. I'm really excited to have her with us this morning. Good morning, Kaylin. Thank you for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me, Audrey. I'm so excited to be here. You're very welcome. You know, I, I when I got your information, I was really intrigued because um, one of the things that I talk to people about a lot of times is clarity about your business. Now, here's the funny thing, and you probably have heard this before. You can always tell somebody else better what to do than, when you, than the things you do yourself. So <laughs> it's so funny because people come to me all the time and they say, hey, listen, I'm stuck. But when it comes to me getting unstuck, it's like, hey, who do I talk to? Who do I talk to about being stuck? Yeah. So it's really good to have you as my guest this morning. And um. Before uh, we get into the interview, I just want to read a little bit about her. She has a lot of great things going on, some really great accomplishments. So let's go through. Let me just tell you about those. So uh, Kaylin is a clarity coach for women entrepreneurs who want a three-day work week. Uh, who don't want a three-day work week? <laughs> six-figure years. Who definitely don't want a, a six-figure year? And a clear plan to get there on your own terms. Absolutely. Um, Kaylin has been featured in Business Insider, Entrepreneur on Fire, the Huffington Post, which is one of my favorites, and was the 2014 Gold Stevie Award winner for Young Female Entrepreneurs of the Year. And her coaching and teachers have has helped thousands of women gain business clarity. That is really key. You know, we are approaching a new year right now, and a lot of times um, everybody has their new goals and they're ready to get going and they want to, you know, do this big thing in the next year. You know, it's kind of weird because it's just like next day, but it's like this whole new year thing. So tell me a little bit about you, how you got started before you became the Clarity Coach. Oh, goodness. That's a long story, but I'll try to keep it short and sweet. So I have been an entrepreneur for almost a decade now, ever since I graduated college, I, I never have had a normal, you know, nine to five job. And I just, I had something in me that was telling me, like, I wanted to be out there. I wanted to be serving women in particular, helping them create beautiful lives. But I didn't know what that meant or what form that needed to take. So I, I kept trusting my intuition. I tried a number of different things. I started out in interior design, thinking if I helped design beautiful homes, maybe that would fulfill it. Um, it didn't quite. It was fun, but it wasn't the right thing. And I transitioned. I did a lot of writing and blogging. I started doing some social media marketing and exploring the online space. And it eventually led me into getting my yoga certification, which was, you know, 
a really beautiful complement to the work I was doing in the business world. And then about a year and a half ago, I had this aha moment, this moment of clarity about how to combine all of these past experiences, all of my talents and what I really was feeling called to bring into the world. And I could package it in this way and really help women and become a clarity coach and help them define their vision and clear those mindset blocks that are holding them back and and come up with a plan of action to actually move them forward. Because I find that that's often a stalling place. It's like we have this idea, this calling, but we don't know how to logically step it forward. And so that's what I've been able to do in my business. And I have I have the pleasure of working with some really amazing women who are who are changing the world. And it's it's been a remarkable journey ever since I, I got my own business clarity. You know, what do you say to the woman who has, um, she has a lot going on. She has a lot of different irons in the fire. You know, she's pulled in 29 different directions and she just wants clarity and peace in her life right now. She doesn't want to be pulled, but she feels like she's giving up on something. What do you say to that woman? She says, you know what? I just really just want to, focus on something, but I don't know what, because I have so many things going on. I want to focus on something and just be at peace and enjoy what I do. What do you say to her? Yeah. Oh, that's such a great question. Cause I think so many of us can relate. We're these multi-passionate people and we're trying mm-hmm. to figure out how to cohesively bring those elements together. And something that I find really helpful is remembering that not Everything that we love and everything that we're good at has to be part of our business. (laughs) We can do Mm -hmm. a lot of it just personally and just enjoy what it is for us. For example, I know I no longer really teach much yoga. I teach one class. It's not a big piece of my business. It's a much more personal endeavor. I have my private yoga practice and I I do that in the morning. Um, So I was being called in that direction, but it was for personal fulfillment, not professional fulfillment. So realizing that you don't need to infuse all of you into your business is, is a nice place to start. And I also think that if you do have a lot of different projects going on, you're feeling pulled in a multitude of directions, sometimes just picking one. And it doesn't have to be the perfect one, but just choosing one and giving a little bit more of your attention there, doing a little bit more research, letting yourself sit in that place and seeing if it's a good fit. And if it is, fantastic. You have clarity now in in what direction to move into. And if it's not, at least you know what you don't want to be pursuing and then move on to the next and give your time and attention a little more fully to the next thing. So ultimately clarity, it doesn't necessarily come in this big windfall moment, but it rather comes in a series of decisions made. You make a decision, you see how it feels, and then you continue on and make the next decision from there. You know, you said something really key. You say you see how it feels. I know with with me, it's so funny because I've done a lot of things. I've been an entrepreneur for 18 years and I've done a lot of stuff. Now, the funny thing is, I've always been drawn to media. Like once I realized I can be in media, I've been drawn to media. Published, I had a newspaper, I had a magazine, I had a lot in media space. And so, of course, my company now, HerTube, is a media company. It doesn't give me that passion, though. And I'm struggling Mm -hmm. with that. So there are people out there right now who are struggling with, you know what? I don't feel the passion anymore. What do I do now? Like, I've been doing this for so long. What do I do next? You know, I know what I'm going to do next. I love media. So I'm going to do what I'm doing now. I'm talking to you. This is what I really enjoy. You know, my company is such a tech company. It's such a huge, it just, it doesn't bring me that joy. So I know that this is what I enjoy. What do you say to the person who says, you know what? 
I don't have a passion anymore. What do I do next? Even if they just, they're doing that one thing, but there's no passion anymore. Yeah, I think the best thing you can do in that situation is not try to push your way through it and logically mm -hmm. figure it out. Because mm -hmm. I know for me that if I, I'm like, okay, Kaylin, plant your butt down and get inspired, inspiration is not coming. But mm -hmm. if I give myself some space and some permission to sit with that feeling of like, okay, something's missing, something needs to change, something needs to shift. I don't know what form that needs to take, but I'm having that calling. And mm -hmm. then I just let it be without putting mm -hmm. pressure on myself to figure it out. I find mm -hmm. that when I'm on a walk or in the shower or just moving about mm -hmm. my day, all of a sudden I'll have this idea like, oh my goodness, I didn't think of it that way. Or this is a great idea on how to capitalize on that. Or, you know, it's really time to close that door and say goodbye to that person, that client, that project, whatever it is, um, that the clarity finds its way through when we open up to it. So it's not about like logically pros and conning your way through it. And mm -hmm. maybe, maybe that would be a step that you'd feel is helpful. But I find for me that, it's more about the recognition that something needs to change and then seeing what ideas start trickling in as I just kind of sit with it. And that is, that's so true because I know when I was thinking about, I've been doing HerTube for three years, but I do, I've been in media for 14 years. Mm -hmm. And it's so weird because I started out doing podcasts when Blog Talk first came out. And I want to say that might have been around 2006 or something. So mm -hmm. I've been doing that for a long time. Back then it wasn't called podcast. It was just called internet radio or something. Yeah. <laughs> so I did like 213 episodes talking to entrepreneurs every morning at nine o'clock, but they'd had these platforms hadn't been developed to show you how to monetize it yet. So I was like, Oh my God, I love doing this, but I'm not making any money. So I have to do something that's going to make money. And God always hears you when you say these things. So he gives me this great idea for this company, HerTube, which is great because now I'm look like I look like a Netflix. You know, I have all this content, but the passion is not there. You know, and so I did a lot of work, but you know, I have changed a lot. But I wanna, I wanna get to how does this is a good one? How does how does a woman get to a three day work week without the guilt? Mm. Without the guilt. Yeah, that that is a great question. I I think for for me and my own. Um, path into my three-day work week, it actually came out of necessity because I, I was a new mom and I was coming back after I had given myself a few months off as mater for my maternity leave. And I was able to get childcare ch coverage for my daughter um, three days a week. And so mm -hmm. it wasn't this thing where I went in like, I only want to work three days a week and, you know, then just enjoy my time beyond that, which ultimately I'm doing now, but it was because I needed, I needed to be a mom those four other days. I needed to be with this little four month old that I just had. So for me, it's, there wasn't a huge guilt factor because I knew I was, I was dividing my time the way that suited me best. And, and I think for a lot of us women, we have so many responsibilities where mm -hmm. we're mothers, we're wives, we're daughters, we're business owners, perhaps we still have jobs, you know, as we're building our business, mm -hmm. we're, we have so many things going on. And to recognize that, you know, we're just doing our best every step of the way. And if that means you can only work three days a week or three hours a week on something, that's okay. If that's all you can give and in, in your best capacity give, you know, because of course we can run ourselves ragged and work till 3am, but 
we're not going to be showing up as our best selves and we're not going to be putting that energy, that good energy and that, you know, passion, like you were talking about out there into the world. And so if you desire to step your, your schedule back, if you're, you know, really pushing yourself hard and you're ready to scale it back a bit, it doesn't mean jumping from working five, six, seven days a week down to three. You wouldn't know what the heck to do with all that extra time. You, you'd be overwhelmed in the opposite direction. But let's say you're working a full, you know, like 40 hour week and you want to step it back. Just give yourself Friday afternoons off. Like see how that feels for a couple of weeks. Experiment with it. See if that's a good fit for you. And then play with it from there. Make little adjustments. Maybe instead of starting your workday at 8 a.m., you push it back to nine so you get in that workout that you've been promising yourself. And and starting to realize that as business owners, we are our businesses. And if we're not taking care of ourselves, we can't we can't put our best self out there into the world and and be the business owner we're meant to be. You are so absolutely on point with that. And it's so funny because I dealt with that probably last year when I started HerTube. It was like constantly down here at the computer, constantly. And it just got to the point where I said, okay, you know, you're a, you're a wife. You might want to like think about spending some time with your husband. And so what <laughs> I did was I, I started taking Fridays off of me because he was at work and then Saturdays were for him. And then Sunday was for binge watching all the stuff that I like to watch. That I, I love it. Week. Because, you know, during the week, it was like constantly at this computer doing something, fixing my WordPress site or sending out. It was something mm-hmm. constantly. And I think when I decided to make that choice, it was a huge amount of guilt. Like, okay, I really should be doing something towards mm-hmm. the business. And I know I talked to a lot of women who have 20 million things going on. They feel like if they're not doing something, they're not moving forward in their business. When you really do need the time for yourself. I started listening to, um, I listened to um, um, Chris Ducker's program and he had the, the gentleman on that did the morning miracle, miracle morning. And oh I yeah, that's that great. So cool. I was like, okay, I'm gonna practice that. So I've been practicing it. I get up at six thirty. I do meditation and prayer. All and it, it's a great thing. So my mom even started doing yoga with me in the morning, which I thought that was really cool because she's been on a walker for some years now, and so she doesn't get a lot of exercise. But she started to come out and do yoga with me in the morning. So I, I go in the living room. I see, you know, getting ready to do yoga. She sits in a chair and does hers. It's a great thing. So when you take time out for yourself, you definitely can be more productive for um, for other people. So now, how does one get to this three day work week? How I mean, you told me that part. Let's talk about let's talk about this. High-end clients. Now, you got some people that are just starting out. You got some people that's been around for a while. Everybody wants a high-end client. How do you get them? How do you say, you know what, I am the person that can help you when you're just starting out, or you don't have a book, or you don't, you haven't been interviewed on Entrepreneur on Fire. You know, how do you get to that point where they feel like this person can help me, and they're worth what they're charging me? Yeah. Oh, so many, so many great things in there. Um, so. First of all, I think we it starts with getting into the mindset of really believing that you are offering value to the world. Because until we mm-hmm. recognize our own value, no one else is going to value us in the way that we we should be. You know, it's um we're not going to be compensated to the degree that we can be until we're feeling ready to receive it. So part of it is finding you know, as you as you figure out what you're doing in your business and what kind of people you want to be working with, part of it is figuring out what price point feels right right now. 
So mm -hmm. it's not about seeing what everybody else is charging or what you think you should be charging, but like check in with your gut and be like, mm -hmm. all right, this is, this I feel like is a really appropriate amount to charge for this. People are getting a ton out of it. I'm going to be happy if I'm making that money. This feels really good because until you're at that place of perfect pricing, you're not going to be able to sell with confidence. And I mean, I, we have to use the word sell in that case, mm -hmm. but it's, it's also not about being salesy. It's about finding the people that can benefit most and then offering them the opportunity to experience the value that you're offering. So it can be this really feel good exchange on both ends. So the first step is that finding that perfect pricing wherever you are in business. When I first started, I was not charging what I'm charging now, but I raised my rates quickly and without apology as I mm -hmm. felt capable and as my expertise increased and as my clients were getting results. And so that's part of it too. Don't you're, you're in business for yourself. Give yourself a raise. You don't have to wait till the new year. You don't have to wait till the quarter changes. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's really okay to give yourself permission to expand as, mm -hmm. as that's happening. So that's a, that's a piece of it too. And, and to also realize that when it comes down, comes down to it, it's, it's about people. It's about making real connections with human beings. When we get so caught up in the number of like, mm -hmm. I want to be a six figure business owner, we can get ourselves so backwards about it. But when we think about, okay, I have space in my calendar, you know, looking at the time you actually have in your business for five clients. And when you think mm -hmm. about it that way, five individuals that I can help, I'm sure all of us could sit down and make a list of five people that we know some in some capacity in our lives that could benefit from the work that we're doing. And it doesn't mean they're all going to say yes to us, but it's a starting place. You know, start building that wish list of people you'd love to work with and then let them know that you'd love to work with them. They might say it's not a good fit. They might say that it is. And that's fantastic. And then you start gaining that confidence and that momentum to grow your business from there. You know, and that's so key. I had, um, I recently like to be on the HerTube platform because we have expanded to so many countries. It took me a minute to get to the point where I was like, okay, this is really like a $4,000 a year uh, distribution plan. Yeah. It took me a minute to get there. So I got real comfortable with that really quick though. And yeah. then just recently someone asked me to, um, uh, uh, someone asked me to build them their own channel on Roku. So for those of you who don't know what Roku is, Roku is just like Apple TV and Amazon Fire TV. They wanted their own channel. I had never thought about building them their own channel because I had mm -hmm. my channel. And I was like, oh, wait a minute now. That's a stream of income I hadn't thought about. So I said, okay. And like you said, I got real comfortable with the price. So I said, okay, you want your own channel on Roku? We're going to do a test one because I haven't built any for anybody else. I have my own too. I have one for Talk Business with Audrey on Roku and my HerTube network. $7.99 is what it's going to be to get started, but it's going to be a deadline that is ends December 15th. So my sales rep was talking to someone and they said to her, why would I pay to be on Roku? And she could, she was so, she was so afraid to answer the question. And I said to her, it's television. Like, so she didn't have the confidence. She didn't yeah. have the sales confidence. How does one get that sales confidence? Because she couldn't say it. She's like, she came. She's like, I wrote it down. I said, you wrote down what? She said, I wrote down the question. I said, well, what was the question? She says, why would I want to be on Roku? And I said to her, it's television. And she says, oh. And the person totally intimidated her. And I said to her, what does the person do? She says, oh, I think she made candles. I said, does she do it part-time or is it a hobby? And she says, 
Yeah, I think it's a hobby. I said, then she wouldn't want to be on Roku because she's not going to spend. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. And that kind of money doing a hobby. So, no. and then it was only $7.99. It wasn't a lot. But how does one develop that, that sales confidence? Because that's a lot of problems that women face in business. Like they are, they are afraid to ask for the money. Mm-hmm. They, they, charge, they, they, they don't charge what they're worth. How do they get that muscle where they say, you know what, this is what I'm worth. And I'm going to tell you how much it's going to cost you because that's, yeah. that's huge. So part of it is just doing it, you know, just having mm-hmm. those conversations. They do get easier. You do gain your confidence. Mm-hmm. I can promise you if you're just starting out and you're like, I hate doing that. I, mm-hmm. I get it. I was there. Um, and the conversations now actually really energize me and really excite me. Whether or not I wind up working with the women, I'm just connecting with so many brilliant women that it's really Mm -hmm. exciting. Another really important thing to remember is if the word sales or the idea of selling totally freaks you out and like brings up all this fear or apprehension in you, take that out of the equation. Just don't use that word. Think Mm -hmm. about it as just, it's just a conversation. It's getting to know if it is the right time for the two of you to collaborate and having a discussion around that. And some of the key pieces that I always seek out when I'm doing a discovery call with anyone is where are they now? Mm-hmm. Like what, what struggles are they dealing with? What are the problems? What are the issues? What are the things that are holding them back? What are the things that are going well too? I mean, that's important. Mm-hmm. And where do they want to go? What's the vision? What's the big goal? And let's, and then figuring out the gap between the two. And seeing if what I'm offering is the right thing to bridge that gap Mm -hmm. and then explaining if it is how the package that I'm offering or the service that I'm offering would take them from point A where they're at to point B where they want to go. And so when we when we come at it from that position of just like, okay, get to know where they are, get to know where they want to go, figure out if I'm the right person to help them get from A to B, Mm -hmm. it's it for me, simplifies the process into just this really heartfelt connection. Mm -hmm. And then after all of that, if we are feeling a resonance, if we are feeling like, okay, it's time to move forward. A lot of times they ask you, you know, like, so Mm -hmm. how can we work together? And if they don't ask you, ask them, would you like to know what it would be like to work together? I can explain it in more Mm -hmm. detail. And then you transition. So you don't go right in with the hard sell of like, this is my program. This is how much it costs have a conversation, get to know them, see if they're even a good fit, and then transition. And I find that when I move them through that process, it feels really natural. It feels like a flow. And both of us leave the conversation, whatever the ultimate decision is, feeling connected and feeling like it was a valuable time. You know, so funny, the person that she was actually talking to was someone who was a friend of hers, you know, and she Mm. knew very dearly. And when she said to me, (laughs) she said to me, why would I want to be on Roku? And I was like, it's television. Like it's, it's really, and I don't know. A lot of people don't know what Roku is. Cause they say to me, Hey, what? I've never heard of that. Like I was talking to a, a recording artist the other day, and, you know, they do tons of videos and they put them yeah. on YouTube. And so he said to me, I want to build my brand a little bit 
deeper. You know, I want, and I said, well, you might want to think about getting your own branded channel. And he says, I've never heard of Roku. And I was like, a lot of people don't know what it is. So part of it is education, but the other part mm-hmm. is having the confidence to say, hey, listen, this is what it is, but this is how it can help you. So that is yeah. so true. Now, let's talk about the money, because I know this is what most people want to know about. How do I get to a five-figure month and a six-figure year? Because that's what people want to know. Like, how do I do that do, working three days a week? I know that you have to be passionate and focused and clear, mm-hmm. but what? how do I, how, how does that happen? Yeah, well, first of all, it didn't start there, right? (laughs) I've been in business a long time, and I was not making that kind of money for a very long time. So know that it does take time. I mean, Mm -hmm. when I talk to people and they come in and they say, you know, I want to have a five-figure month. And it's like, okay, awesome. Where are you at now? Well, you know, I'm not really making anything. (laughs) I'm like, okay, well, let's let's have a a $1,000 month first. Let's do that. Let's celebrate Mm -hmm. that, and then we'll step it up from there. So first of all, is getting really honest with yourself about like, what's a goal that actually feels within reach? If you're not at a place where a five-figure month or a six-figure year feels like, Mm -hmm. okay, I can really do that. I believe that I can. It feels like a jump, but not so big that I'm going to fall flat on my face. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. You know, you want to be in alignment with whatever you're shooting for, because otherwise it's not going to happen if you don't believe in it. For me, the thing that made the biggest difference in achieving the three-day work week with the five-figure month, six-figure year, which all came together in 2016 for me, it was ultimately allowing myself to be supported. Up until that point, I had been a solopreneur in my business Mm -hmm. doing everything. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I finally started hiring a team. I got myself an assistant. I have Facebook Mm -hmm. ads manager. I have coaches and mentors. Um, I have people that support me. And you know, help figure out the things I don't understand and, you know, give me the advice I need to hear when I need to hear it. And that's truly what has brought all those pieces together and allowed me to make the the jump that I did in my business and move forward in that way. Because prior to that, I was, I was doing it all on my own. And then I realized all these people that I admire who have these, you know, six, seven, eight figure businesses, they're not doing it alone. They have a, mm-hmm. they have a support system that's unbelievably strong. And and how am I ever going to get to that level if I don't step in that direction? So it felt mm-hmm. a little part before the horse at the time. Like I'm putting out money that I don't really feel like is coming in right now. Um, mm-hmm. But the return I saw was nearly instantaneous. It was the month after I invested in support that it was my first five-figure month because I was able to free up my time and my creativity to create something that was really in demand. You know, that's really cool because I'm looking at Facebook ads now and I never thought about adding a Facebook ads manager, which is really cool. But I had been looking at it because I took a course on it and I was like, okay, I need to really figure out how to use this Facebook ad thing. Not that I wanted to, but you know, that's the mindset. I'm going to do it all. You know, and that's a great idea. Now, tell me this. Do you use virtual assistants for these things? Are they full time? How did you pull your team together? Because that's really important. Is your team full time per project as needed? How does that part work? Um, I have an assistant. She's she's part time right now. It's kind of an an, on an ad as needed basis. Um, Mm -hmm. So I but I have I have just one assistant. I don't outsource to a bunch of different people. So she knows my business really well. She mm-hmm. understands the brand. She's she's really a genius in her own right. She is so capable. Um, and and then, like I said, I do have the Facebook ads team for mm-hmm. the, that specific purpose. So 
Um, I, I don't have full-time support right now, but I do have consistent enough support. That's really nice because during my three-day work week, when I am not working Mondays or Fridays, my assistant is there you know, answering my community's questions and being a consistent presence when I can't be there. And that's really cool because I'm I'm thinking about people who are saying, you know what, I don't have a budget to hire someone. Because, you know, mm-hmm. you think about hiring, you always think about a job. Like you're giving them a job, it's 40 hours a week, but you don't need them 40 hours a week. So she's there on Mondays and Fridays, which is mm-hmm. great. And so you're there the other three times, th- three days out of the week. That's wonderful. And, and you know, I had a coach... Um, Andrew Morrison, this was years ago, and he said to me, you need a team. And, you know, Wonder Woman, I think you can do it all, and you can't. And so when I started bringing people on, like I had someone come on and was scheduling all my interviews, and I was like, oh, my God, this is the greatest thing ever. And she got pregnant and had a baby, and then I was like, oh, my God, I don't don't have her anymore, you know. And she's like, I just want to focus on the baby. Then she had another baby. And I was like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? So I took a hiatus from doing my show, and I just recently got back into doing it. um, um, I don't think I did it all any last year, but this this is the first year. I think I took a year off from doing this. I've done like a few interviews, probably 13 so far, but um, she was my lifesaver. Like I loved her. I said to her, listen, these are the people I want to talk to because, you know, and one of the people I used to love true blood. So true blood came on Sunday. Sunday is my binge day. And so <laughs> it was um, the sheriff that it was, it was a sheriff. She played the sheriff. I want to talk to her. She got her. And I was like, Oh my God, you got her. It was, it was That's awesome. So, oh man. I loved her. And so now going into 2017, I have to find someone to do that again, because again, I'm so busy and my schedule is so crazy and I'm doing film production and show production. And it's just crazy. And I was like, okay, I'm not doing it in 2017. It's not going to happen. I'm not yeah. producing any web series, TV. I'm not doing any of that stuff. And um, so what you said is really key. Now, moving forward, tell me a little bit about a challenge you had. And then I want to know about a challenge that a client had that you helped, that you overcame for yourself, like a big challenge. And when did you help a client overcome? Yeah, I think for me, one of the biggest challenges that I had to come over, like get past was that I had this storyline that I needed to work really, really hard and really, really long hours in order to be successful. And then when I became a mom, it just didn't become feasible. And so I had to essentially reprogram my brain to believe that I actually could in the amount of time I had build a successful business to the level that I was desiring and then keep expanding from there. So mm-hmm. that was that was definitely a hard one. And that's something I know so many of my clients, they I mean, we always start with mindset work because it's mm-hmm. especially I think for women, it's like we come in and we are supporting everyone else and giving so much of ourselves, but we are just riddled with self-doubt. We and we're constantly getting in our own way about things. And so for my clients, um, I actually had a really awesome session with one of them and we had this intensive focusing on her mindset. She was like really blocked about getting clients and it just wasn't working and she was getting really down on herself. And after our session that day, she emailed me and said, Kaylin, I got a client. I got a new client today. And we celebrated and it was awesome. And then later that week, she emailed me again. This is remarkable. Um, she said, I got nine more clients this week. 10 clients in a week because she believed that she could. And she, Mm -hmm. and it's not just, it's not this like woo woo stuff where, Oh, let me Mm -hmm. believe it. And then, you know, they just fall out of the sky into my lap, Mm -hmm. but she believed. So she took action. She stopped Mm -hmm. stopping herself. She got Mm -hmm. an idea. She got inspired and she moved forward. So 
it wasn't that she just sat there and people started calling her. Maybe some of them did. That would be awesome too. But she put herself out there. She sent the email. She followed up. She showed up. She mm-hmm. handed out her business cards. She got back in touch with people who had fallen off the face of the earth. And she got those 10 clients that she was desiring. And I think that's that's the beauty of the mindset work. You know, we hear a lot about it now and how important having mm-hmm. a positive mindset is in business and in life. But it's when people hear that, you know, think that it's magical, it's it is in some ways, but ultimately what it does is that you have such belief in yourself that you take action and you start mm-hmm. making the the intuitive decisions for yourself instead of thinking about what you know they're doing or what I should do or what I have to do. Mm-hmm. We start choosing our own path and designing our own path. And that's that's I think really a beautiful place to be in, in life and in business. Yeah, yes, it is. Now uh balance. You have the family, you have the baby. How do you balance it all out? I think balance is a tough one. You know, I feel like maybe we'll talk, maybe we should use the word harmony because I definitely feel like (laughs) balance, it's like if I tried to keep everything balanced, it would be much more difficult. But there's a harmony between it all. Like some weeks I'm gearing up toward a launch in January of my group program. So I'm going a little longer these weeks and I'm, I'm honestly pushing myself a little bit more than I usually do. And as the holidays approach, I'm going to back off and I'm going to spend more time with my family and work less. And there's a harmony and a flow to all of it. Um, and it's something that I find on a daily basis. It's not like I've got it all figured out and now it's perfect, but it's, um, yeah, it's it's kind of like listening to that intuition of like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling really worn out today and maybe mm-hmm. calling it quits at four o'clock instead of pushing myself through into the later hours. And and then when I'm really on a high being like, hey, calling up my husband, like, can you can you watch our daughter for this little bit of extra time so I can like mm-hmm. stay in the zone here and make sure this is happening or or do this and and just finding, you know, what feels right in the moment and and trying to be kind to myself in the process as well. <laughs> that's really cool. Be kind to yourself. That's that's really cool. Um, you, you've coached thousands of women. Tell me one thing that nobody knows about you. Mm, oh, that's a good question. Oh, here I have a, I have a good response too. I don't have to think about it. Um, <laughs> I um I love I love singing and I'm very musical and I've um been playing the piano since I was very little and am largely self-taught in that arena. And I've written a lot of songs and I actually recorded a lot of my songs back in my early twenties. Nice. I was just loving it, but it's not something I, it's not out there in the world at all. I have it like my mom has it on a CD and like my husband. (laughs) (laughs) So it's okay in a large way, but it's um, yeah. And that's like what I was talking about earlier. Like I don't need to be out there you know, like the, the recording right. artist you were talking about, you know, building my own channel on Roku, but it's something that fulfills me. And I love sitting downstairs in my, my PJs with my daughter and we're playing the piano and singing together. And, and that's, that's enough. That's enough of that. You know, I, I met a gentleman and, and he was out a long time. His name is Armand. Um, God, and his name is, his last name escapes me, but I went to a conference, a three-day conference in Texas, and it was all these guys. Joel Kahn was there. Our mom was there. Um, mm-hmm. Stephen Pierce was there. They were all at this big conference. And so in the conference break, this guy pops up on the screen and he's singing. He has on a guitar. He has a guitar in the hand. He's singing. <laughs> 
I'm like, God, that guy looks like a mun. So he said to us, like later that night, he says, I always wanted to sing. He changed his name for the CD. He had a whole CD cover. And it was so <laughs> funny. But it was like he changed it. He was somebody else on the cover. It was a really nice cover. And then that night he sang in the lounge. It was hilarious. But he said, I just wanted to do that. Yeah. I just wanted to have a song out. He wanted to be somebody else for a minute. So he, had, he made one song a single. It was the it was the funniest thing ever. But it's something that I always wanted to do too. So I'm gonna do that. Yeah. I, always, I said I just want to make one song. I don't need the whole album. I just want to make one song. Yeah. Okay. So words of wisdom. You got these women. People are gonna see this around the world. What do you tell them? They are stuck. They are crying. Mm. They're pulling out their hair. What do you tell them? This is something I say all the time to my clients. And it's that the journey has to align with the destination. So if we have this vision for our life that it's going to be easeful and enjoyable and abundant and fulfilling on all these levels, we cannot get there by beating ourselves up, you know, feeling horrible all the time, stressed out, worried, anxious. It's just not going to happen. So stepping in that direction, doing things that make you feel good, inspire mm-hmm. you and ignite that passion within you and giving yourself permission to embrace those things rather than pushing them off for someday. You know, we mm-hmm. don't put your mm-hmm. desires on hold anymore. Realize that in order to get where you want to go, you have to start putting whatever little pieces you can in place now and that the journey has to align with that ultimate destination of where you want to go. Okay. Now, Kaylin, tell everybody how to reach out because I know you got some great programs. You got some coaching programs. You got some new stuff you're launching in 2017. How can they find out more about your programs, you, and how to get in contact? Sure. The best way to connect with me is on kaylinasher.com. Um, I'm, I'm sure you'll include all that information because um, it's a, a complicated spelling. <laughs> yes. I know it's hard. But um, I have I have a three day work week um, guidebook there. It's it's a freebie when you show up to my website. That would be a great place to start um, if that's something that intrigues you during our conversation today. And there's tons of blog posts. There's info about my podcast there, and lots of great free content. And then also information about my coaching services as well. Well, I want to thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. We have been talking to Miss Kaylin Asher, your clarity coach. Make sure to check her out, KaylinAsher.com. This has been me, your girl Audrey, talking business with you as always. And if you want to watch the video to this, go to TalkBusinessWithAudrey.com. The podcast will be released shortly. Okay, Kaylin, thank you so much for being my guest today. I really enjoyed it. I'm so excited about the great things you're doing. I actually downloaded your guide because, you know, I can always use some extra help. I don't know it all, and I'm not ashamed to say that. And uh, so um, thank you again for being my guest and happy holidays to you and your family. Happy holidays to you as well, Audrey. This has been a pleasure. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye. You've been listening to Talk Business with Audrey, the show that empowers, enlightens, encourages, and educates. Audrey is the author of What's Your Big Idea?, the inventor of the first plus-size fashion doll, and the CEO of HerTube TV Network for Women. If you need help with starting and growing your business, contact Audrey at www.talkbusinesswithaudrey.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.